from Washington, D.C., this is the Beyond the Dumbbells Show, your source of information and inspiration for living an audacious life. Audacious life. Hear interviews and social banter with special guests on Fitspiration and news from around the globe. Here are your hosts, fitness and lifestyle experts, Brian and Jenny Sweeney. Yeah. What's up, what's up? What's up? I like that. Did you say what's up? What's up? It's kind of like what's up. What's up? What's up? Who did the was that? Oh, that was um the beer commercials in the nineties. Was it Budweiser or something? It was. Um, <laughs> it was epic. It's a good time <laughs> in my life. <laughs> that was the secret handshake uh, with guys. That's all every, every guy I knew for four years. That's all they did. Oh, yeah, it was it was awesome. <laughs> awesome for you. Fond memories. <laughs> um, we've been talking. The last couple of shows have been obviously nutrition centric. A lot of them has been about calories and macros and. And we're always going to weave fitness in there at some point. Um, and there's so many legs, these conversations, and how many different directions they can all go in. And we were talking today. You want to go ahead and introduce today's? Yeah. So we are talking today about doing things only because there's like incentive behind it. Humans, <laughs> for all of our knowledge, are the stupidest things that walk this planet. Ooh, They're uh, stupid. It's true. We're, we're stupid. We are stupid. Um, because it it's only... An animal knows where it needs to go for shelter. Mm-hmm. An animal knows what it needs to do to eat. Yeah. You know, they're 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 action. They're active and they take action. Things do these things to survive. They're they're influenced by stimuli. The environment mm-hmm. makes them do things. Whereas a human can be shown every step of what it takes to do something, and for some reason they still won't do it unless there's a reward. Unless there's an incentive, a prezi. That's right. There's got to be a present because we're all just little babies. <laughs> <laughs> you want your binky? So we're, we're going to talk about some of the, we'll go into the mindset of what, what's going on in the person's head. Um, I've done things for incentives and with, um, I think a lot of times when you see a competition, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, here's the line in the sand and I'm going to do this thing because um, back in the nineties, it was um, EAS did that body for life yep. challenge. And it was the first thing I'd ever done challenge related. I'll go as far as to say EAS may have been the first to ever put something that big out there where it was a fitness challenge. It's huge. Um, I think they used to give away a car. Um, and obviously you had to use the EAS supplements to get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the time, it had to be documented, which showed it was serious. Um, you had to use their product, which showed that you know you weren't bull jiving and doing something you know, mischievous to get your weight off. Mm-hmm. You, you can't go out and lipo your way into a, the win of a competition. Right. But there was something exciting about um, when I did the EAS, the Body for Life thing, because this is one of my times I was fat. I was 245 at that point. I mean, that was the biggest was in the, the 90s. And you had to hold up a, uh, that day's newspaper. I mean, like, you, like oh, that's it was, a smart way to do like it. Like you were being kidnapped. You know, it was like a <laughs> ransom. <laughs> so there's my, my big butt uh, holding this newspaper. Um, but that next day, it became real. Mm-hmm. Because now I had to document everything. And it wasn't, they didn't give you a meal plan. They like, gave you a real loose structure. Mm-hmm. But because it was... Um, You've got, I think it was even six weeks. You've got six weeks. I'm going to have to go dig that up because I still have all my entries and everything. Um, but you had so much time to get as much work done, and it just went into fanatic mode. The internet was real weak back then, so it's not like you had <laughs> online forums and people to contribute. And we didn't have you know coaches dialing in and checking in on, on you. It was 100% self-motivation, self-determination, and you went after that car. And by the time I got to the end of that challenge, I had felt so good and looked so good 
the last thing I cared about was that car. Mm-hmm. I still submitted. Um, I didn't get anywhere near what some of these guys were able to do. But back then, it, you didn't have resources available to do it. Exactly. Unlimited resources, you had to take, really. You, had, you right. had to take the supplements. Everything else, you can go run 20 miles a day. You can work out, you know, you can lift for two and run for two. They didn't care. There was no smart way about it. So basically, it was like you take your before picture, you do whatever you need to do, you submit your final pictures, and you go you see had, if you win. You had to submit receipts that showed you bought their products, ah. then write a story, and then um, once you got to the end, then you know all cards are shown, and you should put everything on the table. Mm-hmm. So now you fast forward today, and our gym does the challenge. Yep. We do challenges. And that's because members, regular members, what's the difference between Globo Gym and us mm-hmm. or the 24-hour setup? And the thing is, if you go in there and you're on Steam, there's no incentive. Why am I doing this? Right. And it's not enough that your doctor told you you're going to die. It's not enough that your mom, dad, grandparents have heart disease mm-hmm. or diabetes um, or that you know that blood chemistry in your family is horrible. That's not enough incentive. Right. Which I don't understand because to me taking a dirt nap is plenty of incentive yes <laughs> but for most people it doesn't yeah it's it's funny to me and i always think it's because we're in this business and we live it day to day that that is the only incentive that i ever need it's like okay if you continue on the path there's a good chance that you're going to leave this earth walking on your own two feet feeling pretty amazing and it's like okay check i'm at, done at what point did that not become enough i i'm not sure so, so we, we, we've even run challenges where people have entered them multiple times. Right. And sometimes they start out and they're where they left off. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, it's a lot of backsliding mm-hmm. and they end up where they were. Right. Because they need those pushes. And this was, I, I see this as part of the fault in the normal routine of dieting. Mm-hmm. Um, is that it's, it's short term. It implies it's not going to last long. Yep. And challenges, by nature, don't last long. There's a start and a finish. So people <laughs> look at it, maybe it's just a fancy diet. And you're like, I'm going to do that challenge. Yep. You know, air quote, it's a diet for six weeks, you mm-hmm. know, and I'll get in shape for that time because I know I'm going to get buck wild when I go on vacation in a couple months. Exactly. And even that's not enough incentive. There's got to be something else on the line for most people. Absolutely. And we hear all the time that people at the start of a challenge – they have already planned what their day after the challenge and meal is going to be. Oh, yeah. So it's already like a pre-planned. So it's Destructive. the incentive is to get to that meal that's going to make you backslide of with everything that you just did. <laughs> it's, just, it's crazy. And, it um, okay, so we're, the show we're putting together is to not just point out that people need incentives. It's obvious. Mm-hmm. We've kind of made the case. But maybe we can muddle through... If there's something about to to be competitive or to gamify mm-hmm. weight loss, I mm-hmm. mean that's the that's the big piece of it. It's just turn into a game. It's your scratch ticket. It's your Xbox <laughs> game. You know, there's something you, you got to pay to play. You right. know, you, you can't win if you don't put any money in. Um, and the ch- one of the challenges that we're running now, um, we actually we hold people's resources hostage, mm-hmm. um, and in a good way. The idea is. You have to invest in yourself on the front end. Definitely. And then on the back end, you can get all of your resources back. Yes. But the idea is you're making a commitment and you have to forecast your personal self in six months or six weeks and say, is this important enough to me that I'm going to put my own money on the line saying that I'm going to finish? And a lot of people run from that because they know they're not going to finish. Right. Well, the incentive isn't enough. Isn't that funny? Yeah. 
Okay, so if you could game, how else could you gamify health? So if winning your money back wasn't good enough, mm-hmm. if um, winning a pot wasn't enough, so let's just say you put in a fraction amount, um, it's a nominal entry fee, but you can win back 10 times the amount. Exactly. It's kind of like if everybody, we did a challenge, it's like everybody throws in five bucks. Like a football and then pool. Some, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, those are so-so. I know gyms that give away trips. Mm-hmm. Um, I know gyms that have given away grills, cooking a <laughs> gear. I mean, uh, you, night outs, they've given away everything. Right. And yet... It's not enough to, to get everybody into the mindset of, I want to do that. I haven't seen one gamification process where the entire gym's bit off on it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a percentage. There's always, it's about 30% of our target population responds to something, but it's never more than 30 at one time. Right. Um, it's peaked up maybe to 40-ish, mm-hmm. but never 100, never even 75%. No, definitely not. Um, if we put a hook out there now and just been like, hey, everybody, you know, it's going to be a free night stay somewhere if you lose, you know, um, 12% of your body weight mm-hmm. in the next 12 weeks. Yeah. Is that going to be enough to make everybody 100% compliant? One, a lot of people have to say, well, I know the work it's going to take to get there, mm-hmm. and I'd rather just go pay for my own $200 night in Vegas rather than kill myself for 12 weeks and get you a free one. Exactly. Do you think that it's maybe that the because we are all such different people, our incentives would be different to do something. And unfortunately, like you said earlier, it's not that it's just you, you're setting yourself up to hopefully live a very healthy, happy life because you're physically able to do it. Like if if that's not enough, like for me, I am not materialistic at all. So if somebody was like, you can have a mansion, if you win this challenge, I'd be like, no, I'm going to do the challenge anyway, but I don't, I don't need the mansion anyway. That's not, the, that's not what's going to push you over to do it. Right. Do you think it's just that there isn't, yeah. we're, we're all such different people that maybe there's just not that one thing that I can't believe isn't just a, a, you go in for your physical and you get good results. Well, that, that's, that's part of it. Mm-hmm. And if there was a piece that you could gamify, and we're talking about doing this at the gym, People are motivated by money more than anything. Yes. Uh, things, not so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there's money to be given, mm-hmm. look out. I mean, you'll get trampled. Yeah. So we're talking about, um, in our gym, putting together a system where you actually can buy down your rate mm-hmm. if you can pass a, a PT test. Yeah, I love this idea. So you, you have to actually achieve, based on your age, yep. a certain level of proficiency mm-hmm. in a couple strength and endurance domains. Yep. Very similar to the, I'm looking at the new Army PT test, mm-hmm. and just, I would like to see that become the standard. And if you want incentive, you know, when you look at fitness, you look at Premier Fitness, and Premier being, you actually have coaches that talk to you, they know what your problems mm-hmm. are, they're going to answer your questions, they're going to give you meal plans, premium premium service. If you're going to pay that long term, the average is anywhere, I know gyms are 1800 to $2,500 a year. Yep. 10 years, you've got twenty thirty thousand $30,000 invested into your health, mm-hmm. you better be freaking primed up after 10 years of paying $2,000 a year. Exactly. So at what point, I know your insurance gives you a better benefit the longer you go without an accident. If gym memberships could go the way of getting better rates, the longer you go and maintain a level of physical, um, I don't want to say prowess, but uh, <laughs> your blood work comes back good. Yeah. So here would be the conditions. And we've talked about it. Let's just go ahead and map it out. So yeah. if, you're, if you're close to us and you're you know, you're one of our members. Here's our kind of big reveal. We've been keeping this kind of secret for a while, but this is what we're thinking. You've got to get a physical every year. Yes. 
you have to show marked improvement year over year. Yes. So you can't just go get a physical and your cholesterol gets worse and worse and worse. You've got to maintain the, the initial baseline standard. Yes. No blood work. You're disqualified. Yep. Um, the next one is that you have to be able to pass a PT test. It's based on age. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're injured or have limitations or there's something you can't do, there's a there's a backup. Exactly. So if you can't like a run, modification for it. Right. If you mm-hmm. can't run, you can bike. Um, if you can't bike, we'll make you row. But you're going to have to do something. Right. You've got to demonstrate strength and it's relative strength. That's in relation to your body. Yes. So if you're a 175 pound person, you better be able to drag a 175 person out of a f- pound person out of a fire. Yeah. Okay. So you're no useful. You're no. You're of no use in society if when it comes down to the mat. I'm going to get in trouble for this one. Are you a functioning piece of society? All right. Can you pull your own family out of something that's on fire? Oh, yeah. If you're hanging off a cliff, can you pull yourself up? And we're not talking about elite CrossFit, you need to go to the games style stuff. Can you manage your body weight? If a plane crashes, can you swim from the middle of Potomac to the edge? Right. Or are you going to drown because you don't have the endurance to even fish yourself, you know, a quarter of a mile in open water? There's, there's certain things that everyone must be able to do. And most people appeal to cash, but no one thinks of catastrophe, family right. issues. What if your spouse has a heart attack? Can you mm-hmm. take care of everybody? You know, what if your child gets into an accident and you're taking care of them the rest of your life? Exactly. What if you get hurt and your child's taking care of you the rest of your life? Exactly. If you are 280 plus pounds and you're five foot five, your kid's going to have to drag you around all over the place. Right. So think about survivability, not just cash incentive. Mm-hmm. So jumping back to the to the idea of what we're going to do is your blood work, it progressively gets better. You pass the PT test, you qualify, qualify for a level of discount. Exactly. The longer you're able to maintain that standard, the greater the discount goes. All right. If you're, if you're training with us for a decade, you should be able to get to a very bottom low maintenance number mm-hmm. because your life is and your quality of life is improved and then you will have bled off into everybody else, which our model is paid forward. Absolutely. If I've got one person in a family that's healthy and all the kids and the spouse are all overweight, pre-diabetic, pre-hypertensive, if all that stuff still exists at your house, you didn't do your job. No. And to say that it's just not worth the fight, don't be lazy. Mm-hmm. Nothing worth value isn't hard. You know, fighting mindset and changing minds, we're trying to do it with people that don't love us. You should be able to do it with people <laughs> that love you. You know, <laughs> they do not love me. When I tell and I say, this is what you need to do, they're like, you can go get bent, dude. Yeah. You've got no leverage over me. I'm not listening to what you say to me. Well, I think what's interesting is that we so much walk the walk and talk the talk um, in most everything we do. I mean, we have admitted numerous times that, you know, when we actually go on like a a real vacation, not a working vacation, it's game on. Hmm. But there was one vacation that you and I went on and we were talking about whether or not if I had to get you out of a burning building, if I could. Uh, Do you remember that? Uh Uh-huh. And it was us trying to work through how I physically, because I, I don't have the healthiest back in the entire world, but thank God I don't have the worst. Just working around that and then how I should train where if you got stuck under something and I had to pull you, obviously you forget about your injuries at that point. The mm. person that you love more than anything in the world, hopefully it should be your spouse, is or your pets. You need to, you need to get them out. So my focus on training and stuff is, you know, yes, I should be able to manipulate my body weight and do everything else, but do I have the physical ability to pull you out of a burning building? You know, do I have the cardio that's going to allow me to take big breaths and, and, and move you because you can't. Mm -hmm. So 
talking about, you know, you don't, you, you love your family too much to kind of press your values on them, which are be healthy. You know, I want you around. I want you to be able to be physical with me. And God forbid something, you're in an accident or something. Can you, can you move your person? Yeah. And to say to them, I love you no matter what is fine. But if you know that they are so heavy, you can't help them out. They're not going to be able to help themselves out either. Well, let's let's say heavy, or your um, let's say your blood pressure is so out of whack yeah. that you know something's going to pop if yes. you exert yourself too much. So you could be skinny fat. Absolutely. There's, we're not just targeting overweight. It's the entire whole whole thing. No, exactly. And that's what I was saying. Like I want to make sure that I have the lung capacity to move you. Yeah. Like it's. So now what we're looking at is not only are you not able to do what's right. I know that's subjective. You're mm-hmm. not able to do what your doctor thinks is right. Right. Um, but you have to be incentivized to do it. Yeah. And it's got to, even that incentive has to directly benefit, benefit you. It's not like you're going to get a free membership for your family. Most people do things for them. Yes. So that's not good enough. What the doctor's trying to do for you isn't good enough. Mm-hmm. But and you brought up a great point. You have to be able to survive an event and your family's going to be able to come along with you. Mm-hmm. Will you survive that? Yeah. And people don't look at health and fitness like that. You rely too much on emergency services. You rely too much on your spouse. You rely too much on your kids. You're like, mm-hmm. it's covered. I don't have to worry about that. But if people don't scenario out those instances where, oh my God, honey, if if the entire bottom floor was burning and you were passed out, yeah, uh, could I get you out of here? Right. Or is it, am I going to have to rely on 911 or, or you die? Yes. No, it's a very real thing. And it's, you know, your basic things like, can you can you drag your own self? Like if you had to low crawl out of something, I think that that looks really easy. But if you don't have the strength to do it, nope. you're it done. It could be the end. And Okay, so I think we're, we're kind of making our point. It, mm-hmm. the, the big incentive, you should do it for you. Yes. One, don't be a burden on, oh, I'm really not trying to, I'm thinking of nobody when I say this. Yeah. Don't be a burden on society. Mm-hmm. Okay, the more you have to go to the doctor, the more you collect from Social Security, the more you collect from Medicaid, the more you collect from all these other pools of money. They mm-hmm. were never meant to support you. Right. They were meant to help you in times of emergency. They exactly. were never meant to be, yeah, don't worry about taking care of yourself, you know, but if you're not a burden on your fellow man, mm-hmm. don't be a burden on your future self because when you're retired, yeah, you're spending half of your saved nest egg on medications mm-hmm. and doctor visits and pains and aches. And we've seen it with our own family. We get people, they hit this 65 things just break, right? Uh, 65 and above stuff stops working. Uh, doctor visits are more frequent medicines, mm-hmm. more required, more needed, but the activity level, the strength level, they disappear fast mm-hmm. and you become vulnerable. Right. And I would say the look at it as if you're a burden, if it's something that is within your control, so if there is, you know, if there is something outside of your control, you know, God forbid you have an accident and you aren't physically able to do something, mm-hmm. those, let the people who go to school for nursing and everything else, let them work on the people that they went to school for. Don't just be one of them because you're too lazy. Yeah. That's the root of it, isn't it? It, it is. Well, it's, I think the root of it is like, are you... What incentive do you need to not be lazy? What incentive do you need to be healthy? And it should just be that you want to feel your best. You want to live 
the happiest life that you can. You don't want to be a burden on somebody because of the choices you make, not something that's taken from you. God bless doctors. God bless doctors, you know, um, CPAs, uh, chiropractors, mm-hmm. all these people that are professional services. Yep. And and I, I rolled in doctors and CPAs because these are, these are all things that were... These people had to be board certified. They went through levels and levels of testing to make sure they're proficient. Right. Which means they're meant to spot trouble. Mm -hmm. And when you hear someone that is trained and has enough history at spotting trouble, that when when they've got their eyes on you, Mm -hmm. what they're saying to you is, you're in trouble. Right. You've got things going on. Um, To hear the wisdom, and this is where I said humans are stupid, (laughs) um, and that's O-O-P-I-D, you're stupid. (laughs) Okay, because to hear the truth and not act on it. Mm-hmm. I don't understand this. I don't know how to relate to these folks. I don't get it because the path is so easy. You just got to move a little bit of brush out of your way yes. and the entire yellow brick road is lit up in front of you. Yes. Stay on the path. That's all you have to do. Yes. But everyone else is like, oh, there's too much brush. Right there. I, I, I can't get over that. That's that's way too much. Um, one of our clients is a chiropractor mm-hmm. and he's been sharing some stories about um Nothing that violates HIPAA, nothing that violates anything. Exactly. Just generic stuff. Oh, yes. Um, no, there's been no name, gender, anything. People in car accidents that are just completely disregarding the healing process. Exactly. Who's still collecting on um, payouts, still collecting on insurance, still coll- still going to the doctor, but won't do the work. Right. Um, we've had people come into the gym, um, and there's several avenues to come in to be a client, but my favorite is, is the challenge because we scratch at that game model, mm-hmm. gamify it, gamify fitness and the ideal client comes in and the ideal client being, Oh yeah, my mom had a heart attack in her forties for mm-hmm. a woman to have a heart attack that young. You're a red flag. Yeah. My dad had a heart attack or my, my dad died of diabetes before he was 60. Mm-hmm. Red flag, red flag, red flag. And the person is 60 plus pounds overweight. Mm-hmm. Um, Red flag again. Mm-hmm. My doctor said, I'm on the path. I'm mm-hmm. pre-diabetic. I'm hypertensive. My blood pressure's out of control. Are you on medications? I am. I've been on medications for the last five years. Right. They're 35 years old, by yep. the way. It's like, you know what? You're, you're, everything you're saying is awesome. It's all preventable. Yes. It's all workable. Yes. You've already got the insight that your family's genes are your genes. So yep. we've said it before that genetics loads the gun. Your behaviors pulls the trigger. Mm-hmm. You know what needs to be done. We, we're ready to work for you. Let's get going. We can make it work. Six-month plan. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I don't think I'm feeling it. You know, I don't think this is for me. You're going to die. Mm-hmm. And even the incentive of, of cash can't allow you to make the step to say, get healthy, then quit. Right. You know, get to where you want to go, then make the decision. But for people to quit or not attempt something out of fear or laziness, fear I can deal with, lazy I can't. Right. If someone's afraid of making steps, that's what we're here for. And I get that one. It's, it's a lifestyle change. And right. if you're in a gym where it looks like everyone's fit, our gym, it's one of my favorite things to talk about. Not everybody came to that. I'll bet you less than 10% walked into that gym fit. Yeah. Most of them were the complete antithesis of fit. Exactly. Um, they, they breathed hard going up and down stairs. You know, yes. they're busting at the seams. They split their pants when they started working out with us. I mean, nothing fit. I still wish I was there for that moment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the, the idea that you have to be at a certain level also to get started, mm-hmm. um, is it's just misinformation. It is. I think that's what's the saddest for me is just that people think that they have so far to go that the first step it, it's not it's almost not worth it. So it's like wait a minute, I don't I don't want a 6 month journey. I want this this quick fix and I'm not 
again, I'm not incentivized to, you know, keep pushing through. And what I wish people would realize is all you need to do is take that first step. And as soon as you, if it's a weight loss thing, as soon as you lose your first couple pounds, momentum, it's the most amazing thing. And then it's like, okay, I came in on meds. Well, now I've lost 10 pounds. Well, now my doctor said, if I keep going with this, Mm. you know, one of my five meds goes away. And then in a year, they're off three of those meds. They're down, you know, 40 pounds and that's slow and steady and boring wins the race. That's it. And it's like, I just wish that people would see, you know, you've spent some people, for some people, it's more than 10 or 20 years being so unhappy that if you just say, do you understand how short a year is? And it's not just that for you, maybe the the meds you don't care about. So maybe it's like, I don't care if I'm on meds for the rest of my life, but it's like, you know, for women, it's always the, you know, skinny jeans and black dress. What if it's only a year to get there 12 months is nothing in your life selfish with your time yeah well the lifestyle changes you have to make and it's it is not easy you're never going to hear me say Mm -hmm. getting there is easy Mm -hmm. um since that time when i held up that newspaper and i did my first fat pick for the record yeah what was that it was 1996 so what is that oh my gosh 20 you old i'm older 23 23 years? 23 years. So 23 Dang. years, even along that path. Just kidding. It's a long time. <laughs> yeah. People have, worked, people have freaked out about a six-month agreement. Yes. Or they don't, want to, they don't want to sign for a year. They don't want to look at a month. They're like, no, no, no. I don't have the time for that. Yes. I ain't got no time for that. Um, what we need is a nice natural catastrophe. Mm-hmm. Okay? There needs to be something that... that Rocks you. We're not so civilized and so far down the modernization that a, a nice good earthquake can't put everyone back on their heels and you, you go into survival it. mode. Yes. You're an earthquake, a tsunami, a natural disaster, a freaking terrorist attack. All it's going to take is for one thing to break down your routine. Yep. You don't get food regularly. You don't get water regularly. Exactly. You can't heat your house. Yep. You're in big trouble. Can you survive? Mm-hmm. Um, if, and we keep talking about incentives. I mean, I'm hitting all these things as they come to mind. Can you survive if you don't want to be a victim? Ladies. I know. You don't want to be a victim. You need to be able to fight an attacker yes. for 60 to 90 seconds. Yes. And that entire 60 to 90 seconds is is calling up every resource and muscle contraction and drop of energy yes. and endurance to one fine point mm-hmm. that can be a brutal and, and violent enough of an attack mm-hmm. that you can get away. Yes. You need to be able to produce 90 seconds of hell fire yes. to survive. Yes. Can you do it? Yes. And I think the coolest thing with that is when we had a... And I'm not talking about Jews with concealed weapons, because if you don't have the strength to hold on to that, they're going to get that from No. You. And one of my favorite things we ever did was just a quick training with um, one, of, one of my favorite women. Um, she was a police officer, still is. And um, she was like, if you just physically understand your body and you maintain certain positions, and you you have a strong core, understand that is enough for you to get away. Like, it's not that you have to be a black belt or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you just, if you are just fit enough, and your core is just strong enough, please understand, you really can survive something. You really can. A lot of people think you need to beat the other person up to survive. The only way you survive is to get away. Exactly. But it was just the coolest. I mean, it was a very quick session where I still remember these tips from it. And it's like, 
all you have to do, you do not have to be 5% body fat and all of these things. You just need to have a strong core and have, you know, the fight in you to obviously. Sure. But it was one of the coolest things I ever learned was it's, you know, take yourself out of the mind frame of you have to have this this psycho training, and I don't mean psycho in a mean way, this crazy training to survive something. It's like, no, you just know you know your body. Like you, you gotta have the basics. Yeah. You've got to have the energy and and uh, a, a minimal amount of strength to be able to push an attacker off. Or let's say somebody's uh, beating up your kid. Are you able to walk up and break up the fight? Exactly. You know, the, the, these are the small things that I would call incentives. Yes. That people don't think about. Yes. Because you rely too much on modern world and say, well, that will never happen. Yep. I don't, I, there's these, there's 10 things I never have to worry about. My own hunting, my own food, um, heating my own house. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to have to start a fire. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always going to have shoes and coats. These are the basics that people assume are always going to be there. Yeah. And you can look at dozens of other countries that are modernized that, that just get, rocked because all of a sudden something bad happens right and this is how the herd gets thinned yes because those that can't survive don't yes so if and we're just talking about the basics here about just live a long and healthy life we're not even getting into this deep stuff that you need to do and understand mm-hmm. um well it's you know it's funny that if you just look at something if there's god forbid if there's a catastrophe and we've had them in this country obviously mm-hmm. if you have to bolt and you've got to grab, you know, your essentials and get out the door. I can promise you that I don't want to be looking for a medication, again, that is something that is within my control to be on. I didn't even think about that. If you are running out the door and you're on meds because you had a heart attack because of a weight thing, it is completely within your control. We're not talking out of your control. Uh-huh. Preventable diseases. If you don't know exactly where those pills are and you have five seconds to get out of your house, you are not going to survive. Yep. Yep. People don't think about that. No. Because Red Aid Walgreens is right down the street. Exactly. But it's it's a very real talk on your incentive should always be that in the spur of a moment, you have to you have to play out the bad situations. Can you save yourself? Can you save your loved ones? You know, what can you do with you have 10 seconds to think about? What can you grab and go? The only thing I want to think about grabbing is a pair of sneakers. You, Fitz and Millie. Your go bag. Exactly. That's it. And and this is brilliant because the conversation we have at the gym, we can't even get, one, we go to the superficial because people come to the gym most of the time for superficial reasons. They want to look good naked. They want to look good naked. Now, So it's only two things that brings people into the gym. The doctor said I need to come because mm-hmm. I'm in big trouble or I don't like the way I look naked. Exactly. That's it. And But when if you come into the point where, and I'm not talking about someone who needs to lose five pounds, you know, 10 pounds, okay, it'd be nice to tighten up a little bit. Certainly. But the folks that are dealing with double digits, yeah. your BMI is well over 30. Um, when you come in, the music to your ears should be, I don't want to die in the next five to 10 years. Yes. If your BMI is over 30, 35... I would say eighty percent of you. I'd say eighty percent of you are going to die in the next ten years. It's absolutely. And you're going to go out hard. You're going to go out hard. All right. You're going to end up with blood pressure, diabetes. Mm -hmm. Get a foot chopped off. You know. You're on medications the rest of your life. You. You're so winded. Mm -hmm. You can't take care of yourself, let alone your family. That's incentive to me. You better believe it. And to hear that it's like, hey, we can show you how we can. You know, you can either invest and get the cash back or you can put your own money on the front end and you just get a little bit more on the back end. Yes. And everyone, and there's still a larger percentage of that population that says, no, thank you. Yes. Because it's not, it's not rich enough of a reason for me to go, 
yeah, do you guys give away a car? You know, know. It's, it's, it's not old EAS, you know, body for life. It's like, you know, right. what about the Corvette? <laughs> you know, I want that purple Corvette. No, there's no Corvette, dude, but I can help you survive if something happens. I want a Corvette. I would love a Corvette. <laughs> well, we have a Corvette. <laughs> we do have a Corvette. But uh, it's, a, <laughs> it's, a, it's a classic. It's not, it's not worth the, what are the new ones, like a hundred grand? <laughs> hey, back in the day, it was pretty tight. Hey, I love it. Um, well, th- this one's supposed to get depressing, but uh, let, let Uncle Brian and Aunt Jenny uh, okay. steer, steer you on the right path. Um, it's completely within your grasp. Yes. You, you had talked about um, if something happens, if your genetics have already hit you mm-hmm. and you, you are diagnosed with a condition you're going to have the rest of your life, mm-hmm. the best you can do is to be as lean on that diagnosis as possible. Mm-hmm. Get on the lowest level possible with the lowest maintenance dose of um, medications or, you know, mostly it's medications. Yes. You should be on the lower end of having to depend on those things. Yep. So... Let's assume you've already diagnosed, you're already, you're already in trouble, you're already in the yellow. <clears throat> but if you are still pre, pre this, pre that, um, you're still young age and you don't act, um, I, I don't understand where you think, or I don't understand how you believe you have so much time left yes. that you can be selective about what you do and what you don't do. Yep. Unless you're, you're, unless you're totally cool being on medical assistance the rest of your life. Uh, exactly. Who and wants to do that? I- if you do, rock on with your bad self. But I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Number one, the money. Like I, I really don't understand that one. Why you would keep paying into meds when in you know I'd much rather buy a good handbag no myself. Doubt. But <laughs> I'd, I'd rather you buy a good handbag than something to go to medicine. Exactly. Um, all right. So there are there any other considerations that you would say? So instead of number one. Assess your ability to survive. Yes. And it's really not a joke. Take a hard look at it. Okay. And I know that this is a world of HOAs and people nitpicking about school zones. Oh and my Lord. The, this, the stupid stuff. Okay. The, the stuff that does not matter to your survival. So survival. Can you pull your family out of a burning building? Yes. Can you defend an attacker from your kid? Yeah. You know, could, would you be able to help defend a rabid dog from chewing on your kid? Could you get in the middle of that and put yourself between you and your child, exactly. you know, to help them survive? So let's assume that you kind of got that's your base understanding. Mm-hmm. All right, now great. So I, I got some strength. I got a little bit of endurance. Yep. Now, are you on any dependencies that if the bottom fell out in society that you would be left short on needles, pills, yes. drugs, liquids? Can you survive with what's on your back and yes. get out the door? All right, so that that's the next level. It's like, okay, I think I'm good there. Great. Mm-hmm. Can you forecast your health and your fitness over the next three years, five years, seven years? Where are you going? Because right. human biology doesn't get better on its own. You can't just do the same thing this year, roll the dice like that lotto ticket. Oh, I got a new ticket. Let me see how my, my uh, biomarkers show up this year. It will only progressively get worse. Right. Your body's only job is to put you in the ground. Yes. Your behaviors keep you upright. Mm-hmm. That is it. Mm-hmm. So to think that year over year... And if the doctor's like, hey, look, next year I'm going to have to put you on meds, take that to heart. Yes. You will go on meds in a year. You will. Okay. So you already heard the news. You already know you got to get on it. You have this opportunity to not be diabetic. Once you're diagnosed as diabetic, you're always diabetic. Yep. So you have this shot. Um, If you're hypertensive, do not end up with high blood pressure or you will be on blood pressure medicine the rest of your life. Yes. It's just you're always susceptible. You've stressed out your system too Mm -hmm. much. Your thyroid is delicate. Mm-hmm. Don't undereat. Don't overtrain. Yep. Um, don't do stupid things like taking. I heard fenfens back out. Oh you know, there, there's there's idiotic drugs that people take to hope shorten the time frame to achieve their level of fitness and health. There's oh no shortcuts. Gosh. Okay. No. Nope. 
And then the last incentive is, let's say you're healthy, you can survive an attack. Um, um, you're not resistant or you're not dependent on any medications mm-hmm. or um, medical intervention yep. regularly. Yep. Um, healthy joints, healthy bones, everything's working the way it's supposed to. The last stop is that you want to be, you want to look, it's not, it's not about the superficial, mm-hmm. but if you're married or you've got somebody else, they would appreciate you looking the same way that you did when you got married. Absolutely. It sounds callous. I don't most dudes can't come out and say that. Um, but my responsibility I'm not going to all of a sudden over the next three or four years, it's bad enough that my behavior changes. <laughs> I don't need my, I don't need my body changing on top of it. I know I'm difficult, but um, I need to make sure at least I got something going for me when my attitude turns to crap. That was, that's definitely going to be a, a microphone peak for me in that moment. You know what? I said it. I'm going to say the same thing that I have said countless times. It always makes you cringe. You can say it just as I want you to look good for me. I want to look good for you. If I do not like what I look like naked, you are not going to like what I look like naked. It is love as to why people stay together, of course, and your promises to each other and to God. And, you know, the reason your your marriage is is found, the foundations of your marriage is solid. Of course. But a normal size, I'm not going to go there. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Oh, man. Never mind. If you already have your, if you're covering your own mouth, we got a problem. Okay, I had to stop myself. But Um, it's just one of those, the... (laughs) That is, it is the very last thing. I mean, the health and everything, that is truly the most important thing in the world. And you're right. If your marriage is stable and you're good, why not keep that physical piece there too? Like I, I always want, like when we're getting ready or something, or I put something on, I hope for the rest of my life, you tell me I look good. Behave. Behave. (laughs) Where you're going with this? This is G rated. Um, There is nothing G rated if you are involved in it. That's true. Um, Although you did block yourself. I did. So it's funny, just thinking out loud, uh, Mm -hmm. in contrast, if you are already of a decent body composition, staying healthy, looking good, staying preventable, it's Mm -hmm. pretty easy to maintain. Of course. Um, Again, you don't need 9% body fat and to be able to... um, be able to deadlift 500 pounds that's not what you need no, of course okay not. so remember relative body weight make sure you can manipulate your equivalent in weight in everything around you if exactly. i'm 200 pounds i should be able to move 200 pounds of inanimate weight exactly someone passed out you know yeah something's it's not going a joke on. um i forgot where i was going with this <laughs> <laughs> i got talking too much about it um so it's easy to maintain if you're already at that level, yeah. but a lot of times people come in so far beyond the maintenance, they want to be at maintenance level mm-hmm. and they haven't put in the work yet. Mm-hmm. And like, well, I just want to come in and eat kind of right. I eat kind of good now and I, I just yeah. want to lose the weight and I want to catch up really fast and not have to do a whole lot. Exactly. You've got to get to the maintenance mm-hmm. level, then maintenance is cruise. But you can't, if you're coming in and you're completely upside down, you've got to pay the dues. Exactly. You will get there. Mm-hmm. I don't, I've never met anyone that after 12 to 18 months, they said, I've done everything you said, and I am the exact same weight. Not one time, no, not, not one ever. Time. No. Never. It's no. not an option. What gives up in the middle of that, that window is the person. Yes. I'm bored. I'm distracted. I want something else. I can't control my behaviors. I can't control or influence my family. I can't control or influence my um, extended family or my friends. Yeah. I don't remove myself from bad circles of influence where I'm drinking two nights a week. Mm-hmm. You are the only person that will not con- participate in the challenge. Exactly. Over 18 months, but 12 months, I'll get you, I'll get you on stage if you want to go on stage. Yes, it's the truth. But the want needs to be there. And now we're back to the incentive. Exactly. It just has to be big enough. You, you really have to want it and you can't just 
pay lip service because it doesn't matter. The only person that is affected by your choices is you. And so, hof- and hopefully the ramifications aren't felt by your family. Exactly. Exactly. But you've got to live with it. Yes. And if you keep it up, your kids will put you in a home. <laughs> it's going to happen because <laughs> they're tired of pushing the wheelchair all over the place. Preventable. Yeah. Don't, don't be a burden. Uh, the kids will be spending your retirement money on your retirement home. Exactly. And uh, you remember this talk. <laughs> you're so wrong. Spend it before they get it. I mean, why would you want it? Oh, just Steven. I'm this you just world need with to, nothing. Exactly. You just need to stop while you're ahead. Okay, I'm going to stop. <laughs> All right, so this went very well. I, yes. I, hopefully this resonates. Um, it comes from a place of love. It's blunt, but mm-hmm. there's enough candy coating in the world. You didn't need to hear it from us. Any no. more sugar coating. Nope. Um, I, I don't... Bl- pats on the backs when you need them, but if it's a 99% pat on the back world for you, then things are going to be a little bit rougher for you than they Definitely. need to be. Um, sack up a little bit. Do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, assess your overall lifestyle with... People do forecasts on their businesses. I don't know why they don't do forecasts on their health. Right. The health is more important than your business. I, I don't understand it. But uh, take that hard look at your doc- at yourself. If the doctor tells you you're normal, don't worry about it. Don't listen to him. That is a lie. You want to be below average, mm-hmm. not average um, blood, uh, blood fats. Yeah, you want to look even better. Even better. So blood lipids or your lipid panels, you want to make sure they're better than mm-hmm. average. Your blood sugar, don't be average. Average is 80 to 100. Yeah, you're cool. No, no, you want to be below average. Right. You know, in those in those regards, it's great to be below average. So assess yourself more um, strictly mm-hmm. than what uh, the, doc- the doctors are happy to see anyone that come in that doesn't need immediate medication. So yeah. they're going to always be like, nice work. Um, but for you, knowing that most people, I think, at their heart, they want to be, they want to be and feel great. Yep. And I would only, the only other thing that I would say is, there are absolutely medications people are on and they don't have a choice because it's, you know, there's something hereditary. You can't help it. You can't. But if there is a medication that you know you were on because of choices you made with either diet or exercise or some other instance and you can get off of them, instead of letting your story be, I'm on 12 different meds, let your story be that you were on. You know. That's motivating. Yes. So let... That, that story that story is going to motivate everybody within arm's reach around you. I promise you it will. As, as not only your family, yes, but the other client in that gym with you yes. that that sees that it is possible. Yes. You've just now paid it forward. That's that's fitness gospel. Exactly. It absolutely is. So don't don't just sit back and be like, you know, this is my life, ho hum. Just say to your doctor, "Hey, are these medications that I'm going to be on for the rest of my life?" Well, if you, you know, lose some weight, you can go off some of them. Well, then lose the weight and get off. And then shout it from the rooftops and motivate somebody else to do exactly what you did. You can be that annoying person and start up your own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just calling me annoying? No, it's not about us. <laughs> oh, no, no, you can be that annoying voice that keeps telling you what you're doing wrong. Um, well, splendid. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of takeaways. There's a lot of action items. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need... To wait. Um, no. I hate the wait till Monday person. It's nope. like, oh, I'm going to start it. next week. Nope. Um, Thursday is just as good a day of the week to start it as a Monday. Exactly. Um, but you have to take action. You've got to actually write out your honest goals and your honest targets, where you want to be, yeah. where you're coming from, get your blood work done, yep. figure out if you can manage your own body weight and protect and save your family. Mm-hmm. Don't be a victim. And mm-hmm. that only comes from being able to do 60 to 90 seconds yes. of all out um, yes. aggression so yes. that you can get away and survive. Yes. Um, and you obviously want to be able to, for you and your family to survive a natural disaster. Yeah. If all of you have got medical conditions, 
you will be the first to go. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to protect you. No one's going to look out for you. Gosh, it's It is truth. you and your family. I know. It's sad, but true. There's some incentive. Yeah. And, but right now, it seems like the modern world is just too protective and that it's never going to happen. And I just don't believe it. I believe it's always possible to happen. Yep. All right, Groovy. Yep. Make the positive changes so that you can impact somebody in a positive way. If, if you're able to make some progress with this, um, we want to hear about it. Um, if you've got a story to tell just on how you overcame the odds, you know, yes. so someone told you, you know, you're in trouble, you're going to do this. If you've been able to get yourself out of harm's way, it'd be great to share it. Um, beyond the dumbbells, we have a Facebook page too. Yep. So you can put some stuff up there. We'd love to hear from it. Um, we're sh- you got all sharing exponentially. This thing's growing <laughs> very fast. And um, I always am a stats guy. So <laughs> to see that people are really dialing in is pretty exciting. So thank you for that. Yes. Thank um, you all for taking time out of your day. Yes. And please continue us. to share. Um, we're only growing because of you. It's not because of what we're saying. It's just enough that you think we're saying something <laughs> valuable. But if you don't share it, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> um, and as long as it keeps making progress, we'll keep talking. Absolutely. All right. So have a splendid and blessed day. Yes. Amen. All right, All right guys. Be true. All right. Thanks for listening to the Beyond the Dumbbell Show. We know you have thousands of options for content and entertainment. We appreciate you spending time with us. If you enjoyed our show, please share our web address, www.beyondthedumbbells.com, and maybe drop us a review. Until next time, live beyond. <laughs>